Whispering in His Ear, the devotional, explores talking and listening to God's message for us. Now, read God's voice in how to listen, a new companion study guide to the original devotional that provides discussion questions and more insight to the scripture that reveals how God talks to us. Get the series on Amazon. Positively Joy. Are you living life but feel like something's missing? You've come to the right place. I'm Yvette Walker, your host for this podcast on finding the true meaning of God's joy. Joy is not a feeling, it's faith. And my guests and I will talk about how to avoid falling down the rabbit hole of chasing physical or emotional joy. In this season, we'll tackle spiritual growth as we discover the true joy of the Lord. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Welcome back. We're so glad that you came back for the rest of Andrea Lindy's amazing story of healing and surrender. Andrea is an author who has survived lupus, become a mother, and is helping other authors publish their God-given message. Today, we talk about her healing and what she has done with her life in part two of a two-part episode. If you haven't listened to part one, please go back. And now, here's Andrea. You talked about the healing waters, the vision that you had, and it just reminded me of a song lyric that is based on scripture, but spring up a well within my soul, spring up a well and make me whole. Mm. And those words just came to me when you talked about that. Yeah. You know, I just have to keep saying God is a healer. I mean, Jesus healed every single person that asked of him, mm-hmm. every single person he touched. And when we read, you know, it's one of the things I do is I stay in the Gospels. I'm always in the Gospels, want to read how many people. I mean, it just keeps showing up over and over and over again, how he healed. And he said, your faith has made you well. Do you believe that I can heal you? And and I guess that's probably one of the the main things that I had is just that belief. Like I believed in God, know that he would do what he was going to do. And I believed he had that path for me, that divine path of, of healing. Again, it wasn't overnight. Um, and I know people who are on significant meds today, and that's how they experience health um, for, for them. And that is their path. I'm thankful that my path has been non-medicated, if you will, and that I've lived a really, really healthy life since then and been blessed. My biggest blessings are my three kids. 
And when I was going through that, like from 30 to 35 people, there was no way they, people told me we had no idea that you would ever have children. You were just too sick, but wow, wow, you know, very, very blessed to, and, and that was the part of the better story that God had for me instead of my own, you know, driving a bus of people around, <laughs> even <laughs> if it was in the air, um, behind two clo- behind closed doors kind of thing, you know, God, yeah. that was a God's plan for me. He had others. So you talked about knowing that he was working behind the scenes. I mean, it was mm-hmm. very slow. You said slow to the human eye. Um, and we talk about what real joy is on this show. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you did receive the joy of the Lord during this time? And maybe not every day, but do you no, feel absolutely. like there were joyful moments? Absolutely. The connection, you know, the constant communication between God and myself and and Jesus, you know, the the Holy Spirit, that that connection had never been so strong as at that time. As I mentioned, you when the veil is lifted a little bit, you get to see a little bit more and I just had such amazing experiences with the Lord during that time that, yes, his joy was truly mine. And to be honest, there were times I wish he would take me. You know, I mean, back then I wished it was the night, some of those nights that I wondered if I'd wake wake, wake up the next morning. Mm-hmm. I secretly wished he would just take me and um, to because to be able to experience the fullness of who he is without ever stopping, you know, that eternal instead of, oh yes, I'm back in my body and oh yes, it hurts. Um, But there were just so many wonderful experiences that I had, spiritual experiences that I had during that time that yes, his joy absolutely filled me. And I think that's part of the healing when, when his joy does touch the depths of who we are, that in itself is, is very, very healing. Mm. So I have a question. It's going to take me a minute to get uh, get to it. It's like a little kind of around the way question. Uh, you talked about being in the Gospels all the time, and then after the Gospels, of course, is Acts. Mm-hmm. And I have, and when I began to read the Bible, because I didn't really read the Bible until I got older. Uh, when I began to read, I always to myself, I always thought Acts was the hardest chapter because. Here you have spent time with Jesus and he's gone. Now he sent you the advocate, the Holy Spirit, which is great. But I just can't imagine the loss it must feel to be, Jesus isn't here anymore. I just can't imagine, or in my mind when I was reading Acts, I was like, I would be so sad. I was walking and talking with Jesus and like now it's just me. So my question to you is, even though you got well, this time when you were ill and the veil was lifted somewhat and you had this experience, after that, were you able to maintain that closeness and or do you do you miss God in that way sometimes? Such a great question. That was just the start of what was going to, you know, unwrap in terms of my life being this gift. <laughs> for the rest of my life and why, you know, I would do that again a million times over, you know, as, um, as a mom, I got pretty busy. And Mm -hmm. so 
there were some busy times there, but God was so present. And that was his will for me to have those boys. I was, I think, 36, 35 or 36 before I had my first one. And my cutoff was 40. So I had three kiddos by the time I was 39. So I had a newborn, a one-year-old and a three-year-old. And it was like God's love in abundance with those babes. And, you know, it just really was. And, and even in the busyness, I remember he just continued to teach me. There were so many teachable moments there. Even um, as a mom who was exhausted in the afternoon thinking, what am I going to fix for supper? And I would just give that just every detail. I continued to give up to God. God, what, what I'm so frustrated here. I don't know what to do. And just instantly the dinner idea came and it was super simple. And he gave, he gave me ease even amongst the really crazy busyness. Um, I homeschooled the kids for many years. Mm -hmm. And during that time, I call those the quiet years. (laughs) And we had another struggle, uh, just in, um, what I call a financial famine, which will be another book someday. And we truly, those were faith building years where we truly had to rely on him every single day for a miracle had to happen every day. And it did. And, um, and, and so it just kind of kept getting better. It really did. And inside of that faith, those faith building years, that's when I started getting into the word for myself. Of course I would listen. I'm a, I love Joyce Meyer, listen to so many of her, uh, her sermons, her tapes, her books, you know, read her books and those kinds of things. And, but long about 40 something, God had me dive into his word. And I didn't, at the time, like I said, we had this financial famine in our, for, for years. Um, I didn't have the money to buy a, a Bible study book. And so it was just him and I in the word. And it's so transformative. Like, it just so that experience, the experience that I had getting sick just continued. And I remember sitting, you know, sitting down on the couch one day after after reading. And I mean, his word, when you really dive into it, changes hearts. And he changed my heart. And I remember sitting down just asking God, how can I even tell anybody what is happening here? And immediately I got the response back. It's like a fairy tale. And I started thinking about Cinderella, where the mm-hmm. prince saves, and, and Snow White, where the prince saves. And really, you know, Jesus is that prince for us. And we put, we often want to try and put that responsibility on our spouse. And, you know, t- that fails, right? And because no one can, no one can measure up. But when we put Jesus on that white horse, as we know, he will be one day. Mm -hmm. And I imagine even in heaven, he's riding it, you know, he doesn't have to wait for the days coming to us. Then we really get a glimpse of our true love and that true love that, that permeates our hearts. So it's been a constant ever since I got sick, you know, God drawing me closer, teaching me more about who he is and maybe more importantly, who we are in him. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's what I've been able to now give back um, some of those messages to other people in what I get to do now, which is write books. <laughs> mm. I have to say that I think that this is the most beautiful story 
that I have heard oh. in the time I've talked to people on this podcast. Um, there's such there's such a um, just a, a a moment of peace and surrender that happened during this time, and even though you were so sick, and I'm sure there were days when you were, you know, a little dark and depressed, but it sounds like the closeness there, the experience just kind of kept you going. Yeah. And he had more work for you to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. Okay. So um, you have, you wrote that book and you, but you've written several other books. In fact, I'm looking at them right now. Um, I love this title, God's Whispers and Melodies. I love mm. that. Um, and then uh, meet, and then you're in the Gospels. Meet Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Um, and then prayers, coffee, and a prayer. Um, these these books just really feel like they draw you in. And um, but that you know, but but this sets you on your author path. And as I kind of hinted at in the beginning of the show. You help authors now with publishing strategies and, you know, those of us who don't know what we're doing. <laughs> um, and, and that alone is a ministry. I mean, that, that's so good. Um, do you feel like this is also a piece of what he had for you that you, he wanted you to do? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because um, over this last year, I, you know, he is... <laughs> Only he could do what he could do. And over the last three years, I published like nine books, which sounds, it's just crazy, you know, but that's him. He he put it all, he spent years, right, working in me mm-hmm. and, and working on me and my heart. And then over these last few years, I've just, and, and so much of this has been obedience. I've had to be obedient to every single, you know, as many things as he's told me. I have to step out there and do that. And I may not be ready, may not feel ready, didn't feel ready to do those first few books. And, um, but it's where he has me. So I was just obedient in that space and only because of his strength, like literally, like I felt like he had given me this second chance at life or whatever. And I needed to honor that is in Mm -hmm. as strong a way as I could possibly do. But in saying that last year, I did publish a number of books and I was in um being exposed to other women christian women who who have messages on their hearts and had been spending a fair amount of money to tr- to get their message done and i thought well maybe a person can do that once but you can't really give up that kind of um you know those kind of dollars more than once and god just put it on my heart you've got to help these women and so i think that's where publishing so many in such a short amount of time, God's plan was for me to learn as much as I could learn because with every book I've made mistakes. Mm -hmm. And so I think I've made every mistake you could possibly make at this point, but that only helps me be the better teacher, you know, like to be a teacher to those others that help them avoid those, you know, sort of mishaps and things that can happen. And he wants his messages out and he wants us to be able to do that without having to, um, you know, break the bank, if you will, but be Mm -hmm. able to bless his people. It is so interesting to me, the women that I've connected with and the messages that we all have are so very similar. 
but we all have different audiences. But God is saying the same thing. I love you. Like that's his message. When I asked him 14 years or so ago, when I had that experience of sitting on the couch, I'm like, what do I, what do you want me to tell your people then? It was very clear. He said, tell them that I love them. Mm -hmm. And that is the message, no matter what I'm writing about, what I'm speaking about, that's the message from my heart to other people. That's his message that he wants to share through me. Other people have different ones. You know, there are lots of um, other messages to be shared. But it is interesting how we have all walked this journey of life and we have many of us come to the same conclusions and the same message that God is real and he is love and he loves us so much, like beyond our ability to comprehend it. And so, yes, I believe he's got me now in the space of helping other people to build that reach that he can have. So his arm is extended fully. You know, we all have different, we all are in different cities different people that we're in contact with, different audiences that we can share that one message um, to his people. I love it. And you have a new book out. Is it out now or is it coming out? Next week, it'll be coming out. Okay, good. So by the time everyone hears this, it will be out. And Mm -hmm. it's fun. I feel a connection with it because uh, it is a Bible journaling doodle book. So the name of it is Bible Doodle Journal. Is that it? That's right. Bible Doodle Journal. Absolutely. And I I love that because, you know, as I mentioned to you, I started to read reading the Bible later in my life because I really didn't read it like that when I was younger. And Bible journaling turned me on to reading the Bible. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate that you have this new book coming out. Tell us about it. Absolutely. It's fun. It's really a the most creative and fun thing that I've done. And it and it's a journal to be able to write down, you know, the day Bible verses, the message that we hear from God as we're reading those verses and to pray through that. It's important to, one of the p- things people enjoy that I do is writing prayers and they say, how do you write them? And it's really about reading the scripture, taking that message and then praying. So it's praying through the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And um, with that, being able to just simply journal the Bible. There's a woman who does, who owns a store here in Denver and she has my books at her store and she asked me to teach a Bible journal course. And her um, interest is in doodling. She said, because she, so I've done a book called Reading the Bible in a Year, Reading the Bible in 365 Days. And she does that plan. And she Mm -hmm. said, and so I also do a commentary, a daily commentary to go along with every single day. And she said, as you're talking, I find myself doodling and that's how I hear the Holy Spirit. She said, is there any way you can incorporate doodling or coloring pages? And so we just started birthing this idea and found coloring pages then to go with every single day. So it's a fun book that people can color and journal the word. And so the creatives of this world who love to color and love to doodle will love this book. I think that there's so many people who will get turned on to the Bible. I'm telling you, this is you know, it wasn't your book because it wasn't out yet, but it turned me on to the Bible in a way. I was not reading the Bible before. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is, you know, as I began to learn about it, I'm like, what is this thing? And of course I went to, as my husband likes to call it, YouTube University and learned that all these people were like writing in their Bibles and stuff. Now this is a little different because it's a, it's a separate book. 
Um, but I think there's so many people out there who are creatives. And I've done a podcast before, an uh, episode on how God loves creatives because he is the great creator, you know? So I'm really hopeful that you will get a lot of people who just get turned on to the Bible through your book. Thank you. That, that is my prayer. That is my prayer for this book because it, because it, if I had had your book, it would have done that for me. Mm, that's so good. I mean, it really is. I, I have had no idea that that was like a thing, except for I, in raising my kids and schooling them at home, we all learn in different ways. And I could 100% see that. And so those people that, that learn by doing and coloring and creating, I mean, it just does tap into another part of the brain, which of course is um, tap into our spirit and help us just help us along a little bit, understand better with, and some people will listen to the Bible, you know, the audio version instead of reading it. And so while they're listening, they can color. And that's, it's just a perfect pairing to help that those creative juices and the Holy Spirit speak to them while they're creating. Oh, I love that. Okay. I'm getting your book and because I do like to listen to the Bible. So I, I'm going to do that. Oh, yay. That's, that's awesome. Everybody get this book. <laughs> it is called Bible Doodle Journal and it is out now by Andrea Lindy. Andrea, thank you so much. This has been such a great conversation. I really enjoyed talking with you. Um, we've gone a little bit over and I love it. I, I, who knows? I might break this into two episodes because I don't want to lose any bit of it. It's really been a pleasure. And I appreciate, I appreciate that you were able to withstand what was happening in your body to free your soul. I mean, I just, I appreciate that so much. Thank you. That's a really great way to say that. I don't know that I've looked at it that way. And so thank you for the, And thank you for having me. The story, I hope it blesses some folks out there who may be struggling right now with some health issues and, and to give them some hope and draw closer to God through it. Thank you for listening to Positively Joy. Go to PositivelyJoy.com to hear previous episodes and to learn more about our ministry and books. Support Positively Joy by becoming a Patreon member and sign up for our newsletter. Thanks to Mars Coleman for the use of his song, The Joy of Knowing. And thanks to Susan Marie for editing and production of the podcast. Till next week. Oh, the joy of knowing.